art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2023. Two, um, four. I, <laughs> Gata, what year are we in? Did Gata, did, do you invent a time machine since we spoke last? I mean... Listen, it just, it feels like it's 2020. Because I think I said to you, happy 2023. And you're like, um, no, we're not there yet. And I'm <laughs> no. like, I don't know where we are. It's okay. I think, um, as you know, we, we try to put out the best quality podcast that we can put out so if god is not feeling well it's not going to sound right to us and like slag through and it's not going to come across well and the same thing goes for me if i'm not feeling well which happened to us both this week god wasn't feeling well and then i wasn't feeling well and we're just like okay neither of us are going to put out a like a halfway decent podcast so we're just gonna hit the pause and I know we said we were going to be back as soon as the new year came back. Technically, we're still in January as of this recording, um, so it counts. Um, it does count. It does count. It does count. Um, I mean, technically, we really can't say Happy New Year anymore. We're technically approaching Valentine's Day, which is actually very appropriate, as we said, for our podcast, um, all things lovely. But, um, you know, like we said, we it's just things... The respective jobs have interrupted a lot of reading, uh, fun and otherwise, and it's just very, um, I only got to listen to a book that, uh, caused quite a heated debate, but, uh, I'll get to that, but how are you, dear Gata? Um, I'm okay, I'm not reading, I can't get into books, which is really weird and very scary for me. I'm a person that reads all the time. Like, a, uh, you know, I can't survive. So it's been really hard. I have not been able to read um, this whole year, which it's only been, what, 30, oh, wow. 28 days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's just been really difficult. And that's one of the reasons why when we were talking about, like, uh, the pod, I'm like, I don't I don't know what to do. I, I just, I can't get into anything. I, I, I need to get out of it, but I just, you know. And then there's the stress of work for me, for Colleen, the stress of life for me and Colleen. It's like, you know, COVID is still here. We have families, we have work, we have things that we're doing outside of the pod. And it's just really difficult sometimes to manage both. And as much as we want to give you guys episodes every week and, you know, we want to do really, we, we don't want to, as Colleen said, we want to just half ass it. Uh, we want to give you great episodes. So we're taking a, a, a mini break-ish, a sabbatical, yes. Yeah, let's, let's um, be very professorial about it and call it a sabbatical. <laughs> Although there's a lot of um, great content coming out in 2022 especially in march i mean the amount of things coming out in march gotta less yeah as far as the romance world is concerned um there like there's just so much stuff that i know we're gonna get to cover and actually we're gonna be covering non well kind of non because yeah bridgerton yeah i think we are two. yeah there's bridgerton's there's also um the Sandra Bullock movie. I really want to talk about it when I see it. There's also this um, 
film on Amazon Prime, which I haven't talked to Colleen about yet. It's mm. called The Book of Love. Mm. I sent you. I sent you the. Yes. Yeah, I sent you the thing for it. I want to watch it. I want to talk about it. Um, we might, Colleen, actually... if you don't mind. So <laughs> no, we might actually be discussing things that are not book related, but yeah, I think that's that that that's something in and of itself that can really be, um, just you know, like greatly discussed about like oh now romance books are jumping onto off the page onto the screen, and of course I mean, yeah, it's not really a romance book, but Outlander is also starting again in March, so yeah. The amount of TV watching. And I mean, streaming. Outlander may not. Be, yeah, Outlander may not be considered a romance book, but it is a love story, which is right. two different things. But like we, we, we are in the business of talking about love it's stories um, and romance, but love stories. <laughs> and also not. So I saw this tweet the other day. Somebody had said. I get so overwhelmed with the amount of shows that I have to catch up on that I just keep watching Bob's Burgers over and over again. And I felt that you and I, what we just discussed, could easily identify with that. Um, except maybe for you as more watching The Office, although that's all we've been watching is The Office. I finally have watched all the episodes of The Office. So now I'm officially all caught up. That's right. I had stopped right when they had gone down to Florida. And I finally picked it back up. Speaking of romance, um, the Jim and Pam romance, that is that show, um, and many other things. But um, speaking of Florida, we drove down to Florida. And on the way back, I was listening to a romance book that I had from the library. So it had to go back that day no, it, yeah, it, ha it was due back, like, that night. So I was, like, rushing to finish this book. And it was a book that Kim had talked about, Gata. And she was, like, she got so upset. And I vaguely remembered why she got so upset about it. But I was, like, let me listen to it, but don't, like, have her not remind me. So now it gets to this part, and it doesn't happen. And I'm, like, what? What is Kim talking about? I'm so confused. So, Gata, you want to tell how you, you, you bailed? <laughs> you, you stopped reading the three from happening. Um, I stopped. Yeah. So, basically, I have an older edition of the book. Um, so, I went to my library and I opened and I said, um, I think they changed the storyline when it comes to this, which I approve of because at the time, I also agreed. I saw that it was unnecessary and it's quite out of character for the main hero but you know it was like what 2003 i don't know it was like way the before anyone released the same time yeah as it was a different time right i would say yeah the bridgerton was the, the first book in the bridgerton series was so colleen's edition was the one she was reading was the one that um was edited out and changed appropriately and rightly so in my opinion i mean i agree that not every story should change um because we you can't change like you can't take mark twain books and be like you know what i'm gonna edit all the racist thing in that book you really can't because it was a work of its time and it's a 
I take it as a historical piece to reflect the society that we were living in at that time. Um, but with this, I really thought it was unnecessary to be in the book to begin with. So when she took it out, I didn't miss it, nor did Colleen as a person who was reading it. It didn't take, it didn't add anything to the story and it didn't take anything from the story when it wasn't there. But so I, I completely... Yeah, but I could see it going in the direction, but I could see where Kim was coming from in the sense of like... Oh yeah, right? definitely, no. Yeah, Kim and I talked about it before and we both, like, we talked about it and um, I understand her point of view. I, you know, I was like, I'm with you. I get it. I just, I don't know what, to, you know, like, I get it. Okay. But like, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically what ha what happened was a, uh, the hero of the story, the guy you're usually rooting for, and granted, we've discussed many flood heroes and heroines on this podcast. I mean, that's, you know, the, the meats of the story. And of course, there's some that do things that are unforgivable, whereas this hero... Um, takes advantage of the heroine while she's drunk. She is very drunk. It is very yes. she's drunk. They have so a now we're yeah. About how drunk she is. Yeah. So we talk about consent now, mm -hmm. and is it is it is it like did he cross a line? Did he not cross a line? Right. So in our world today, and in our world three years ago, he definitely crossed a line. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Definitely, 100%. In our world, 10 years ago, to the public, he did not cross the line. To women everywhere, he crossed the line. Oh, I just want to like differentiate between women of the world and the world in general. No, I, so, I mean, yeah. It's very, it, it, it's, you could see where, like, she, she was definitely not in the capacity to fully consent to what was going on, and of course it changed. And it just, the... I think when you bring up Mark Twain and the difference to this was people are editing Mark Twain's books now and he's not the one to say, oh, hey, let me change it. In this instance, the author is like, oh, no, this is wrong. I'm changing it. And mm -hmm. it brings and I was I fell into a little bit of Reddit and people were like, and I know Kim had gotten upset, which was understandable. Like they didn't even make a mention of like that. The fact that this had been edited and changed. Oh, Yeah. And it's sort of like... It should have been an afterwards. I think there should have right. been an afterwards that this book has been edited from its original uh, publication, you know, whatever, whatever. There yeah, no, been, I agree. I was listening to the audiobook, so I don't know if that was... Oh, so yeah, so it, the hard copy, my, I don't have the new version. I have an old version, so yeah. That's, you know, I was actually in the bookstore a couple of days ago. I saw the... I should have looked to see if they had... I don't think it did. No, because it just had, oh, if you want to read... And afterwards, like, as soon as the book was done, it said, oh, here's an excerpt from the next book. And I was like, oh, so there wasn't one. And I think, because I know there's authors that we've discussed on this podcast that they got a lot of flack for, like, one word that was mentioned in their book. And they're like, okay, it's going to be out of future printings, which is fine. But I think I agree that if you're going to change the content, there should be an acknowledgement because saying like yes there at the time this was written one way we've edited it to reflect you know <clears throat> you know to better reflect so if it's different from other versions blah 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 because like i said i was really confused i was like what is kim talking about he doesn't do anything really that bad like he stops things before they happen and I, you know it was just like very like huh this and it also makes you wonder now god i don't know if you had this like especially when you went to college where like Teachers would say, no, you have to get this specific edition because things were different. 
Yeah. And for and they would say, oh, it's page numbers, and you want to be on. No, it's for probably very something similar to this. That the way that certain things get edited out and you know changed, um, especially with Mark Twain's books, certain words get taken out. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, which I mean, which I understand. That's a whole. That's a whole other thing. That's but, that's a whole discussion with but, Mark Twain. A lot of people are fans of Mark Twain. Um, I am not, but you know, that's okay, I guess. I've only, uh, well, okay. I've only read two books by him. To be fair, it's so okay. I've, I've read. We, we don't need to. I know. This is a yes. not Mark Twain zone. <laughs> no, I know. Yes, Mark Twain did not write romance books. Last we checked. Um, no, he did not. The last I read his book, it, however, none of them were romance or happy the books. Is a fair um, tale that a lot of people, uh, you know, and even romance stories take their uh, Prince and the Pauper, you know, like trading places kind of a thing, take advantage of that that trope, if you will. Yeah, sure, <coughs> let's go with that. But Gada and I had said since there's so much content coming out in 2022, we should look back on the books that we did not discuss on the podcast but that we got to read independently that made us very happy in 2021 so we're just gonna um got it god is gonna give five books and i'm gonna give five books let's see if we have this i wonder if we have the same book i highly doubt it but we'll find out so uh number five got what was your uh fifth favorite book of 2021 uh, fifth favorite book. So, okay. Um, I don't know if it counts, but <clears throat> we read book one on the pod, but we didn't read the rest of the series on the pod. I read book two and three of the um, Diana Quincy series, um, The Clandestine Affair, Affairs, I should say, and book three was absolutely delightful like it was so good it was such a great book i fell in love with um the hero i thought he was fantastic the storyline was great it was just such a great book and um i was just very happy like i I read book two and then I was like, oh my God, book three is out. Um, and I went and read book three after. So it was, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. So that's my number five. Okay. My number what five. What is yours? <laughs> my number five actually has nothing to do with romance and it did not come out in 2021. However, the show came out in the tail end of 2021. And it is the uh, Matt Fraction run of the Hawkeye uh, series, the graphic novel that the show was based on. Um, mm-hmm. Kindle actually had it available for free, um, non-spawn, but I, uh, John, uh, and I wanted to read it because there were so many references, so you could definitely see how well the graphic novel was written, and, you know, and how much they took from the show, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone who may not have watched it, but it definitely has a, um, it it was prob it, it's up there like if we were doing like the the countdown of like shows of the the Marvel verse like WandaVision still mm-hmm. is one of my favorites and then like Loki and Hawkeye are like tied for number two as far as the, what they're dealing with. Um, but yeah, the Matt Fraction run of the Hawkeye series was my number five. 
Oh, I loved the show. I thought the show was fantastic. So, yeah, I'm sure the book is, you know, fantastic as well. Yes. So I would recommend it, Gata. So now we are on to number four. What was your number four, Gata? So my number four came out in 2020, 2020, and I read it in 2021 because we're in 2022, not 2023 as I thought before. Um, it's Crazy Stupid uh, Bromance. It's part three of the bro, uh, Bromance Club series, uh, Bromance Book Club series, and it's by um, Lessa K. Adams, um, and it was... Also delightful. I love the first book. I think we did. We read the first book on the pod. No, but we talked about reading it on the pod. We did talk about the first book. So the whole series is about a romance romance club. So these, um, it's I think it's hockey. I've read it so long ago. I think it's hockey. Yeah, I think they're in hockey or basketball. They're sports dudes, <laughs> and in order to save their relationships, they start a romance club. Um, to understand women, right? Which is fantastic. Um, so it was wonderful. It was so cute. It was funny. It was also emotional and deep. And there's, you know, like a lot of talk about like, you know, your mental health and your feelings. And it's just, it's lovely. And I love Lissa's writing. It's just to the point, cute. Again, very funny at times. And um, it was just very enjoyable. And I cannot recommend the whole series. Um, it was fantastic. Okay. What is yours? My number, my number four. Uh, again, nothing to do with romance. A very opposite end of the spectrum. I mean, there's a tiny bit of romance, but not in the same way that. Uh, but these are books that um, I read uh, in the daytime only. I don't read them at night for lots of oh, reasons. Um, yes, it is uh, Lazarus by Lars Kepler. Um, uh, and. A, uh, a nemesis comes back in this, and um, I'm like, okay, there's a reason I read these in daylight. So it's a husband and wife team, so uh, I feel like, like I know uh, I have my wonderful husband here helping me edit, but I don't know how, like, if we said we wanted to write a book together, we'd be like, I don't know how that would go. So I don't know how they function as a couple to write the, the, the creepiest like, they're thrillers, so it's just, like, I can't even, and it's following, you know, one detective, like, you, you know, like you would on, um, like, SVU, but it does, you can't even, like, really compare, it doesn't really compare to anything else, um, and it's just, it's very eerie, and I can't really get into the book without spoiling it for people that haven't read it, and again, you have to start with book one, like, you can't just pick this book up because there is a build to this, um, however, I would, uh, of course, you know me and audiobooks, Gata. Um, I, <laughs> I do, the person who does the, uh, audiobooks for this is great, and especially it helps because since it does not take place in America, uh, the pronunciations of, like, the words that I'm like, oh, good, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to begin to, like, pronounce this word if I saw it written on the page, so this is very helpful, very helpful, so Lazarus by Lars Kepler. So now we are on to uh, lucky number three. I don't know. Okay, number three. <laughs> the 
Number three for me, it's a romance book. I don't. Mm. So it's Temptations of a Wildflower by Eva Lee. This book is also, (laughs) it's number three of the Wicked Quills of London. The book is not new. It it came out in 2016. I just stumbled upon it in 2021. And it's, it's spicy. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's not safe for work. It's not safe for your house. It's not safe for any place in in life, really. But it was great. It was it was um, you know like what I see in 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 content, but also in soul. Um, I don't know how to explain that, but it was like such a great change from the um, the books that you know I've read before. So it it, it really just took me out of. Uh, like it just brought me to this new kind of genre and I went on a deep Eva Lee dive and it was fantastic. Like all her books are not, do not disappoint, but this one is one of my favorites so um, for that year. For the podcast, then. Oh know. yeah. We definitely need to read her books for the pod. Yeah. Okay. So my number three, um, it's again, also somewhat of romance, but I know uh, it's been on the like book talk was talking about this for a while, even though I don't have a TikTok. Um, it is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid, and it lives up to the hype that all of Book Talk was talking about. Um, definitely, your it, it brings up a lot of things, and there's one scene in the book, and it happens later, where um, she she's an actress, but she does this scene, and she, like, gets shamed for... Um, she does a sex scene and she gets shamed for it. Meanwhile, her co-star like, you know, gets rave reviews and it's just like, so that happened because it takes place in like the fifties, the sixties, like, um, it starts in present day, but it jumps back. And th- there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts and she, um, but it's just so funny of like, Oh, that stuff still happens today. <laughs> and it's frustrating of like, you know, you see the articles about actors be like, oh, they did their first, like, um, uh, a certain male actor did his first full nude scene. And I'm like, wow, that gets shock value. But, like, when a woman does it, it doesn't get shock value anymore because it's such a common thing. Um, whereas it's just like, oh, yeah, so it, it's just, it's very interesting, especially um, if you like old classic Hollywood, there you could see, like, the stuff that happened to her, you know, like, in the system, like, what was going on and, like, why she did what she did. Like, you you, ha- you definitely have mixed feelings about her reading the book, but I think that's what makes her a very interesting character and why people are, like, so drawn to this book. And you, you get, mm-hmm. like, there's a point where I wanted to stop reading because I was like, oh, my God, I don't, I'm like, there's 20 pages left. I don't know if I want to know what's going to happen, but I had to find out what's going to happen. So, like, I, like, put a pause, but I was like, okay, nope, 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 I have to finish it. I have to know what's going to happen. So, um, if you guys haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. Um, it's just, it's like I said, it's very, very interesting. So, that is my number three. So, now we are on dun-dun-dun number two. But before we get to two and one, John, do you have any books of 2021 that you enjoyed? Why are you asking me this question when you already know the answer? Okay, do you have any uh, favorite titles from... Uh, episode from episodes we did do in 2021. How about that? Favorite titles? Yes. Um, 
What titles amused you the most? Like, give us at least two. I guess the the one the, the F with. I, oh. I <laughs> that uh, was a, that was a silly title. Uh, there's a sequel to that, and it's Rakes. I'd like to. Just so you know. F. Yes. Which we should also read on. <laughs> I think we should read the sequel, Gata. What do you think? Sure. <laughs> um, Gata, I'm going to get you out of the slump. I don't know how, because I can't give you Marion Winterborn anymore. Um... <laughs> I've read it and reread it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it puts me back in a slump, because I'm like, why can't I find my Reese? You know? Yeah. That's fair. That's very, very fair. Um,. There was a second one. I can't remember the name. Do you want us to come back to you, John? No. Okay. I'm looking at... Oh, The Duke, The Lady, and The Baby was a silly one, too. Did you... Oh. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. And, of course, the, the one that... Uh, I don't remember the actual name, but the one that uh, sprung the whole Chocolate Squad thing. Oh, Dark yeah. Lover. Well, I mean, the... Yeah. That was... That was 2020, I think. Yeah, that was our, like, some of our first episodes. Well, because his friend has just started the Black Dagger Brotherhood series. And so we're yeah, I saw. I saw on Discord. I'm very glad. Uh, reliving, although another friend of Kim's has started the series, and she's unsure. And we're like, keep reading. Just keep reading. Is she, is she confused with the names, too? No, she just doesn't know yes. how she feels. Well, that, and she just doesn't know how she feels about certain characters yet and like just keep reading so just it's keep not Rufi or Rahigi <laughs> it's Rage and it's not Rufi no it is not Rufi well my friend thinks it's Rahigi oh. <laughs> no what did she say Rahigi no but there was another one that she had said that I was just like you're, you're killing me you're killing me a whole lot and I can't remember I thought it was Rahigi yeah but it was a different it was something else that I was just like oh She's breaking my heart here. She's breaking my heart, Gata. All right, so. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Colleen, so we are back, and we are better than ever with the Romance Bar. We are new and improved with a sponsor now, Gata. A sponsor? Tell <laughs> me more. <laughs> Why, thank you, Price is Right, Gata. I appreciate you <laughs> so much. We have the sponsor called Gamer Grind Coffee. Uh, that is actually sponsoring the ACPN network who brings you the romance bar. Oh, uh, this is awesome. Awesome. Yay, yay for coffee sponsoring us. Us having a coffee as our first sponsor is so apropos considering how much coffee fuels this podcast. The names that Gamer Grind came up with are uh, priceless for their 12 blends. And what I think is unique with their 12 blends, the one that I'm currently drinking is called Rage Mode. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I know. The, the husband picked it out. He got a medium roast, which I was just like, my body was in shock because I'm like, I'm not used to medium roast coffee anymore. But the bright side with Gamer Grind, if I want to order Rage Mode again, I can upgrade it to a dark roast. And you can pick if you want to have it whole bean or if you want to have it finely ground ready for your coffee pot so you don't have to grind it yourself, which I think is pretty cool because, you know, most blends, like if you go to certain places, oh, only this blend is available and it's only a dark only a dark roast, whereas this one you can customize and you still think the name is cool. Uh, but they were so kind to sponsor us. 
the Romance Bar, and they were generous enough to give us a, a discount code. What is that discount code, Gata? It's ACPN at checkout. So when you purchase all the coffee your heart's desire, just make sure you're doing ACPN at checkout to get the 5% off. And yes, it is only 5%, but you know what? You're saving so much money um, on shipping and handling, and you're getting great, amazing tasting coffee. Which I'm drinking right now. I am very envious of you. <laughs> I drank my coffee for the day and I cannot wait for my order to come in. Yeah. Just remember to go to gamergrind.co and use ACPN at checkout to get your 5% off your first order. And also follow them on Instagram, gamersgrindco, um, and see their amazing uh, products. They have other uh, products as well that goes with their coffee. Um, check them out and let us know what you think. Thank you, Gamers Grind. Thank you. Uh, number two, favorite read of 2021. So we read the first book. We did not finish the all of the series. Book two of the court. Um, book two. <laughs> book two. I just uh, that book is so beautiful. I don't. I don't know. Hold on. Um, I'm in the middle. Of book it. two. You are book two of the uh, court of. Um, oh my God! What is it? <laughs> I'm so the speechless. Court, the the, the court, of, court Thorns of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Maas. Book two is just. It's a piece of art that needs to be displayed everywhere where people can go and like look at it and enjoy it and just ingest that beauty that book fury is the fury yeah that book was so beautiful so beautiful it just it made me cry how beautiful that book was that book is like Oh my God, the the way the story takes a turn, first of all, you don't see it coming. So just be prepared. And then the slowness of the relate, like of the change and the, um, the emotional trauma and the emotional development. And then the, the soul connection that happens, um, in there. It's just so beautiful. And then the relationship between all of them, I don't want to say too much because book one and book two has nothing in common. It, I cannot, Except for the I can't, if you haven't read it. Yeah. But I can't, I can't really talk about it too much, but I just want to tell you that it's such a beautiful book and you will not be disappointed and you will fall in love with someone so deep, so deep you will be like, what was I doing? Like, how did this happen? It was such a beautiful book. I'm it's not there yet. absolutely number two. I love that book. I'm not there yet. Okay. I, but here's the thing. When people say, oh, mm-hmm. you're not going to see it coming. And I'm like, okay, all right. I'm, I'm trying to believe you. But then I'm like, I see it coming. Sort of like there was a book I just finished, but it, I just finished it this year. So it doesn't, I can't. I, I don't mean you're not seeing it coming as you're like you're not realizing I just think the depth of emotion okay that's fair. you don't think you're like I didn't think I'm that deeply emotionally invented uh, invested Involved. in this <laughs> and I was and I was and I was like what 
what did this happen? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, what is your number two? Now, uh, speaking of emotional involvement, now this, I was emotionally involved. Okay. So I finally got to read Say Goodbye by Karen Rose, which was three of her Sacramento series, which was a conclusion to, um, she, uh, it, uh, it, it was, uh, characters who had escaped a cult and bringing an end to that cult. Spoilers. Uh-huh. Um, but not spoilers. But the other part of it was the main character of this book was a character got introduced, that I got introduced to in book one when he was 14. So now he got his own story. So I was just like, oh my God, I've been with this character for so long to now see him like have his own story. I was just like, and I got to a point in the book, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know. I know they're going to get a happy ending. I know it's going to happen. Just how is she going to do it? Because there were so many other things going on. And we know we've discussed a Karen Rose book on the, on this pod before. And we should definitely discuss more. But it's like, okay, how are they going to do this plus solve this? And, like, h- how is it going to end? It's just, like, there's so much, so much going on. And, like, and, like, am I going to be happy with their happy ending? Like, because of, like, the way parts were going. And, of course, I just, I was there and I was just like, oh, thank God. I was just like, all right. And then, you know, you, you get, because I was so emotionally invested, it's sort of like, you know, as we joked with The Office, like, you see these characters from, like, episode one and then, you like, how much they grow from, like, season one to, like, season nine. It's just, It was very much the same thing. Like, if this is book, what is this, her 20th book? So 20 books I've been with this guy, and now it's like, all right, <laughs> now I'm like waiting for him to, so it was definitely worth the wait, and it was definitely one of those books I wanted to savor, and again, also books that I don't want to read at night because of um, creepy cult leaders. So that was my, uh, it was it, it was a, it was a close call between this and my number one. Like, they were very much very tied, but what... Drumroll, Gata was your number one favorite book of 2021. The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. It is not a romance book. I wanted to read it. Um, that book broke me oh, in every way. It tore me apart. It put me back together and it tore me apart. The writing of Madeline, like the her writing is just so effortless, but it's so hard to copy. Like it's like it's so easy to read and it's just it involves you so much. Um it's you can see that she did such a great research on the book because you're not sitting there and saying, "Oh no, this is not historically correct," you know, like that. Because a lot of people do this to romance books, which is unfortunate because people get a life. But with Madeline, there's a lot of things that we really don't know about Achilles and his story, but yet. She made me believe in every word that she has written. She made me believe that what she has written, it is and what it was. And there is nothing else but it, that, right? The story of Achilles, um, like it was, it was so beautiful. I love that book so much. It makes me cry. It makes me laugh. It makes me feel sad for the world. It makes me feel desperately 
anxious for us as humans. It just, it, it makes me feel so many emotions and so many feelings and um, mentally and like physically all of it. It's just, it's such, such a wonderful book and such a wonderful message in the book. And it's just, it's like love is pure in all its forms and we humans complicate it and make it something else because we look at people differently and we don't like, uh, we make classes of people and we make distinctions between people. We separate us from us and we kill us when we do that. It it was such a beautiful book. I, it was the number, like it was a joy to read. I, when I finished the book, I had about the last 10 pages and I had work and I used to, you know, like drive for work. I don't drive for work anymore, but I used to drive for work. So I had to go to work. So I drove early to work, like in 30 minutes early. And I had the book and I in my office and I closed my door and I finished those 10 pages and everyone was like, are you okay? Because I was crying the whole time. And I was like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I just finished this book and I'm not okay. And everyone that read the book was like, oh my God, what are you doing here? You should have taken the day off. And I'm like, no, I have to be here because they understood the feelings that I was feeling. It was such a beautiful, beautiful book. And I just, I, I don't know what to tell you. Everyone in the world needs to read that book. Okay. So my number one, um, I say it, it's, it is a romance book and it is, uh, Beverly Jenkins, Wild Rain. And oh, yes, I know. It's so beautiful too. It is so beautiful. And, um, I was just telling this to a friend of ours, um, of why she needs to read it because, and I, I don't want to spoil it. Um, there are trigger warnings for it, um, and speaking of classes and so on, because she, uh, the main female, like, they think low of her because of where she was raised and then things that happened to her that were out of her control, she becomes less in, in um, the community's eyes, and it's just, it's, it's so infuriating and frustrating, and of course, she meets, um, the love of, you know, like, you know, her, her other half, and they have a little, like, they come together on a lot of issues, but then there's, like, one issue where he's just like, ooh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this, and there's a, I don't want to spoil it, because you have to read it to the very end, and the end has one of the most amazing short exchanges, it's a very short exchange of dialogue, but it is the most, I feel the most powerful dialogue I've I've, I've read in a romance yet, um, cause it's, uh, an exchange between a hero and, um, his, I want to I think it's a stepmom, isn't it? If I'm remembering correctly, but she says something so profound that I'm just like, oh my God, like, it's like, I agree with this, but it just, she puts it in such a simple way, but like such a, an amazing way of like, how, like, like when she justifies it that way, it's like how could not everybody see it that way? Like it, it makes so much sense to me of like putting yeah, a hundred percent, and then it's just like it's a thousand percent true of just like yes, if if this is the choice, why can't it be this? And again, I I'm trying not to spoil it, 
because you have to read it and it is just so wonderfully written and I think as far as yes there's historical liberties but you could also see these characters existing in that time and making the the, uh, the best because um of what was really put before them and also the difficult choices that the heroine had to deal with um in order to survive and what she does to survive on a like on a day-to-day -day basis so it's just she just writes these characters of just there was such a you know what i as much as we liked book one which we did love book one a whole lot i know we gushed about it i felt a whole lot more complete with the end of this one than i did book one um i th i think probably just because of that 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 short you know conversation at the very end of it but um I would definitely recommend reading it. And I know that there's going to be a third book in the series. So, um, so far, books one and two of this series have not disappointed, I would say. So, Beverly Jenkins, we are going to keep reading you because you're wonderful. Um, but, yes, I would highly recommend uh, Wild Rain as go read it. Um, and you will not be disappointed. If you are, you can totally at me, but I don't think you will be. Um, and I know uh, The Song of Achilles is definitely on my uh list um you know like i had a star next to it of like yes i'm going to read this book one of these days um but this this year i try to set a goal for myself did you try to set a goal do you ever try to set your a, goal, a reading goal gata or no i have i have a 200 i did one nine mm, i did one i did more than i had on um On what do you call it? On Goodreads, my goal for this year is two hundred, which means my goal for this year is more than two hundred. Okay, so well, do you set like a goal I only of did five books. That's listen. That's more than I have, and uh, my, I'm gonna try to. I say this every. I do say this every year, but this year in, in earnest. I'm like, I want to catch up on the series that I've let myself fall behind on. So I'm like, as much as there's great content, unless we're discussing it on the podcast, I'm going to be like, no, I want to catch up on these series. Like, uh, yes, I have fallen behind on Black Dagger Brotherhood. Um, you know, like other stories I am caught up on, but I'm just like, I want to be ready for when the new books come out, you know, because again, we are eventually going to be discussing them. I'm sure on the pod, but that that's my along with my reading goal. But uh, I know we are going to be back because, like we said, there's so much content coming out, especially in uh, the upcoming months. Um, I know Gata was on a deep. I think we're probably going to end up coming back with uh, a, a certain deep dive that Gata went on, and I'm yes. very, very intrigued um, because. Uh, and it was a Twitter, it was because of Twitter that this was a deep dive, and uh, <laughs> she is delightful on Twitter, so I'm looking forward to actually reading the book that sparked this, um, but we will, we will be back, and of course, we will be discussing The Viscount Who Loved Me, um, because that is the book that season two of Bridgerton is based on, so we have, we have quite a bit of content to, um, put forth to the world and discuss, but we will, We're, we'll, we'll be back. I know we will be back. Yeah, we'll be back. Maybe not as, con like, not as um, in a weekly basis for now, just because we're trying to figure out um, a schedule that 
is not going to mess us mess up both our work situation and family situation. Um, but you know, we will have episodes out. So if you haven't listened to the earliest episode, go back and listen. It will take you a minute to get through all of them. But um, please hang in there with us. We will be back. We'll be more consistent. Uh, consistent. And I just will. Um, you know, want to say that we have um, a lot more planned for this, but you know, life happens. So sometimes things need to be slow down, and that's what we're doing. We're slowing down a bit. We're not stopping. We're just taking a moment to regroup um, and try to do better by you guys. Um, and thank you so much for listening, because that's what keeps us going. Exactly. And again, we want we want to put out something that we are equally proud of and like happy. Like we want. There's so much discord going on in the world. We don't want to be that. We we want to bring joy and also like let you know like yes, these are our thoughts on the book. But you are more than welcome, even if it's like okay, say you just picked up this episode, it just popped up in your feed, and you go back and listen. Feel free to email us or add us and be like, hey, we're listening to episode, blah blah blah. I completely agree, or I completely disagree. We definitely want to hear from you, and even though we're not, you know, putting out uh, new episodes, feel free to email us. Um, we're going to, you know, tag at the end our usual, um, but every, it's usually the romance bar across both Instagram and Twitter. So, or you know, Instagram, you know, Instagram say, oh, hey, guess what? We're reading and listening along with you because we, we love that as well. But um, we will be back shortly but until then yes uh drink that coffee gotta yes (laughs) drink that tea whatever whatever your uh drink of choice is read those books and we'll see you guys soon good night gotta good night colleen please follow us at the romance bar on instagram and Twitter. And you can also email us at theromancebar at gmail.com. You can also contribute to us at Patreon slash ACPN. Thank you. We love you.